I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Understand that stand-up comedy has got to be something that you have to do for free. You have to love yeah. it so much that this shit will eat you up, bro. It's like an abusive relationship. Like, it beats you up, <laughs> and you keep coming back to it for its approval. But sometimes it loves you, and sometimes it doesn't, man. But, like, you just got to work hard, man. You just got to keep going. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that's hard. I don't think I can do that. Then the game's not for you, man. Pack your shit and go. Uh, save, save, yeah, yeah. save the stage time for those who can do it and who want it. If you're not ready to die for this shit, you don't deserve to go to heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, without further ado, from the Canada, Keith Pedro. Woo! Hey. Salamat po. Thanks, guys. This is very, very honorable to be here. I know it's late night for you. I just woke up. Oh, yeah. 12-hour difference, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are now in Toronto. Toronto. Right? Yes, I had to come back home. Uh, are you based from there or did you start somewhere else? Like, did you start comedy in Toronto? Yes, I started comedy in Toronto because I'll be honest with you. I started comedy as an alternative because I got arrested when I was younger. And then Ooh. I had dreams of being an inspiring rapper, but Drake wasn't out yet. So there was no hope <laughs> for Canadian rappers. And then, and then. Russell Peters, John Candy, friggin', you know, all yeah. these amazing Canadian, so Jim yeah. Carrey, all these amazing Canadian comedians. And I was always funny. So my mom was kind of like, yep. And the funny thing is I'm Keith, but my mom named me Keith. But, you of know, yeah. the Lacanos, they can't pronounce the TH. So yeah. everywhere I went, I'm Keith, but at home, I'm Keith. But... <laughs> My mom would go, yeah, you got to, you have to go to school or you can't live here no more. So after I got arrested, my mom's like, you got to get your, your, your shit together. And uh, so subsequently, there was a college program here that teaches comedy. So, Whoa. yeah. So wow. the best thing about that, especially when you're Filipino, is, you know, Filipino parents don't understand the arts. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't, don't really get that. <laughs> They don't really get that you got to do free shit to make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, every time I would be like, Mom, I got to do an open mic. Mom, I got to do a drink. It's like, is she getting paid for that? What are you doing that for? <laughs> it's 1030. Where are you going? To a bar? With that? And I go, Mom, it's part of school. It's what school taught me. And oh, she yeah, goes, yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's Go, go. Because it's part of a college program. They'd understand, right? <laughs> exactly. But they didn't get but I had to but but comedy's hard, right? So comedy, you don't make a yeah. living until like six, seven years in the game. So after the com- comedy program, I was juggling jobs and I keep having to tell my mom, I go, No, 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 mom, this is part of a comedy program. 
This is part of the school program. <laughs> this is how it works. So this is God. the internship. Yeah, exactly. For five years. <laughs> if there was no comedy program, like school program, I don't think my mom would have let me do what I did because that was the only way I had to like break it down to her. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, if, yeah. If yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. running it, it doing open like, mics, they would. She wouldn't. Know I think everyone that. here could relate because in the Philippines we have a less established stand-up comedy scene. Like we would only know stand-up comedy because of uh, films like Rex Navarrete or Ron Joso or yeah. Gary Leasing. Yeah, Ron. Uh, so Ron's then, the homie. So speaking of Ron Joso, the only reason why I got on a lot was because he's from Toronto. And he took me. Oh, I I protege. He he paid, basically put me under his wing. So I met Jemson through Ron Josso's contacts. So I met. Oh shit! I, I started yeah. touring. Ron's great man. Ron's the homie. Yeah. He's the big brother. He's the kuya. And so he started the comedy probably like twenty years before I started. And then he saw me right. at where we have a home He's club here bit. called the. When Yucca. did you start? I started uh six. Okay. I started 2006. So with that being said, I, I, I say I started because my son was born in 06. And that's when I took it really seriously. So I started comedy in yeah. 04. But remember, that was just because of the program. That was just telling yeah, my mom yeah. I had to do the program. Yeah. And comedy kind of fell into my lap because I wasn't really inspiring to be a comedian. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go up and be a comedian. That's my dream. No, it was more like, <laughs> <laughs> it was more like, Yo, I gotta do this or else I'm gonna get out of the house. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it just fell on my lap, and the home club here, Yuck Yucks, like Yuck the main Yucks, comedy yeah. club, they had an open mic on a Tuesday, and I started doing my thing. And then I guess Ron was coming by to like pick up a check or whatever, and then he saw me on stage, and he's like, "Yo, who is this kid?" And then he's like, "Come here, man, Filipino bro." You know what I mean? And then <laughs> the rest was history. And then he kept saying. And the thing was, he was Ron was a good dude because I kept saying, "Yo, put me on, man, bring me on the road." And he was so polite about it. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." That was his way of saying, "Motherfucker, you ain't ready. You ain't ready." And, <laughs> you ain't ready. And then, like you know, six, seven years in the game, he he brought me to uh, the first Filipino comedy tour that I ever did was uh, the Filipino Kings of Comedy. Shout out to Alex Rototo. He ran that. He's now the Olympia King in the Bay Area. But um, yeah. Ron came in here. I forgot what what show he was booked in, but I was the guy who drove him around because I was uh, just also starting back then. So yes. I was driving him around, and then I think he went back to the Philippines on like a journey because I think he just lost his mom or something like that. Yeah, so he wanted oh, to get so that was recent. Roots. That was very recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we keep getting signs of his of his mom. He was like, "Oh my God, this Lourdes Street." That's my not my mom's name is Lourdes. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? My mom's name is Lourdes. And and he was like, Oh my god, what is this? Is this like a sign? And he started like fucking, you know, getting all sentimental. And I'm like, Oh my god, I thought this was a comedian I'm driving around. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, we had a lot of fun, man. That's how that's how I got to know him. We we ate a lot, we we did shows together. It was fun. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so surprising. no surprise you're right. in the you're in the philippines man so you have to eat a lot right i don't think um, you guys going on a run together he wouldn't wake you up hey you want to go run on the beach <laughs> you want to work out man? you want to go jogging today <laughs> why's your pilates day, right? let's go like, no, <laughs> you know, uh, keith also brought up a great point right you 
have to be it for six or seven years to get good. It takes a long time yeah. to do stand up, right? Like I said, I've been doing it for seven years and oh, there's still things I can improve on. Well, like, oh, the thing yeah. is, the oh, yeah. here's a, there's the thing that I say about comedy comedy, stand up comedy is literally the only art form, performing art form, where there's no, like you'll never see on YouTube, oh, 12 year old stand up comedian prodigy. Like, no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> The fuck is the fuck that guy gotta say? Twelve year old kid. No, comedy is good because you you become funnier when you experience life. Exactly. So yeah. you notice yeah. a lot. Look at Joe Coy. This motherfucker, fifty four, bro. Now he's blowing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he was a yeah. rapper, no one would give a shit. You know what I mean? You tell me this rapper, fifty four year old rapper, dropped an album. No one's listening to this guy talk exactly. about how he exactly. can't get hard. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Comedy's a it's like art form, uh, man. like comedic prime is probably like when you're 50 to 60. Like I think a lot of comedians also say like when you when you get older you get better in stand up. Yeah, comedy. so it's like I the think, only thing. Yeah, I think you become successful in the 50s, 40s, and 50s, 50s, 60s, like yeah. that, right? You become TV successful, but however, you you developed your voice late 30s. So six yep. six when you start, I started comedy at 22. So all my jokes was. Dick jokes, fucking Shit. jokes. Oh, I, I I had sex with a pregnant girl. That's a threesome. Da, 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 da. Like yeah, edgy, yeah, edgy. yeah, 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 yeah. I have this joke. All where, that shit. Yeah, I have this joke where I used to say, you know, um, I didn't. I went to Las Vegas, and this girl was like, "Oh, watch out, I'm pregnant." And I'm like, "Ooh, my first threesome," and that was like my closer. But now that's not even. Not, I don't even touch that joke because there's no need for it anymore. Does that yeah. make sense? Like. Yeah, yeah, you, definitely you makes do, sense. You do shock. You do when when you start comedy, you're trying to write jokes. But a real comedian is funny alone. So once I started realizing that anything I talk about is going to be funny, yep. then I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. I don't really, I don't have to resort to these. Big, it, it, it's big such big a it's such a tasking process too because you 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 get advice from all these sorts of people and telling you like what the what books to read or fucking you know just advice from a lot of funny people yeah. or that you see online and everything but no matter how much you fucking study it it just comes naturally to you when you find your voice you know yeah and you know what i don't study comedy i don't watch comedy i don't watch it at all because i feel like i started i was a big fan of of kevin hart and cat williams and i caught myself sounding like them and then i stopped ah that's yeah. yeah that's and i was just like i don't want to do that so i literally i don't the, the last special i really watched and got into only because i love him so much and he it's a very as patrice o'neill's elephant in the room i don't know yeah, if you guys watched that. Shit, I love that great so great special and that's just that's just like a book so i just watch that like yeah. when i eat breakfast in the morning you know what i mean like it's just like a right it's like <laughs> it's like the simpsons or fresh prince well we can't yeah yeah, fresh yeah. Prince right now I don't, are we talking about Okay, no, we can't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's one of those older yeah. shows. I I, I found myself like being less of a less of a watcher of comedy. Like before, I used to like watch all that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, Chappelle, Hedberg, like I I would watch Pablo Francisco, Dimitri Martin, like yeah. all sorts of comedy. But when you start doing it, um, like I've limited myself to like watching three, four people now. It's, yeah, it's, it's I don't know why. I think stand-up comedians. I think it's because you see the machine. Team. You think like, you, oh, it's coming here. The punchline is gonna come here. Like it lessens your enjoyment. So you know when it's coming. You, you think so? Or not? I don't know. I feel like oh. comics don't watch other comics. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of comics do. It's just crazy. Like I, I'll be honest with you guys. I did. I, I've, I've been blessed to do the biggest comedy festival just for laughs uh, multiple times. Yeah. And you know, thank you. And you know, and that got me this like big, big run that I'm on right now. Um, so I did the Kevin Hart's LOL network there. Nice. I, I did a lot of cool things there. But what I noticed was I'm not that dude. Like we, we were there. You know, Brendan. Uh, forgot his name shoot brennan no uh man he's a very clean comic ah damn it brendan come back <laughs> fuck ah okay long story <laughs> short there was this clean comic okay white dude and he yeah. showed up older guy and people went nuts my peers like Is it gaffigan no no i know gaffigan ah right. uh, I, I forgot his name jeez <laughs> No, go ahead. Go ahead with the story. Ah, whatever. I'm trying to find it. Ah, but he's a super clean comic, white dude. So all my like when I went to Just for Laughs, all my peers, all my boys that you know, they went. They saw every comedian and went crazy. Yo, that's so and so. That's so and so. And I'm like, I don't know these guys. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You're in the biggest comedy festival. You're a comedian. You don't know these guys. I'm like, Nah, I don't. I don't fucking know them. And like, like a true Filipino, we got that pride. So I'm like, bring them on stage with me. I'll eat them, bro. I'll fuck you. Yes, hell yeah. I didn't care. Like, yeah, I, didn't care. I, like, I don't give a shit who he is. He's going to know me, though. He's going to fucking know me. Like, that's how I was at that festival. Like, I was really like Ilocano with it. You know what I mean? I was really like, nah, dog. Yeah. This is my time now. I don't give a fuck about you. But uh, it was crazy because they're like, it, how it's do you funny know? because th there's a lot of like when fans come up to you, and then they start like, all right, this is an example right here in the comments. He's saying, Andrew Schulz, like fans try to talk me up after the show. And then they'll be like, yo, did you watch Andrew Schulz? Did you watch so-and-so? Do you Did you watch What's-His-Face? And I'm like, I like outside of Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, <laughs> those are the guys that I just watch. Did no one else, uh, I, I don't know anyone else. And there's like a lot of comedians coming up now because there's like a huge yeah, well, Schultz Netflix, is great. Right? Schultz is fine. I, I feel like we cut from the same cloth because I post a lot of crowd work, and he does a lot of crowd work shit. And he, I, I love that he's bringing back the old school back. You know, he's bringing this this PC comedy is done in his books. You know what I mean? He ain't, we're not yeah. this cancel call. Like, he's going in. You know, he, he tours with another guy named Ash, who's literally the anti. Because remember, Apu got canceled from The Simpsons. So he's yeah, trying to yeah. bring him back, you know? So and that's <laughs> the guy he tours with, Schultz. So like Schultz is doing a great thing and he's he's paving a way for guys like me who are not trying to filter themselves. So back exactly. to that story. Hear themselves too, yeah, so yeah, back to that story. Easily offended. Exactly. Yeah. But back to that story, when they were like, yo, you don't know this guy, I swear to God in my life, Blake Griffin, the basketball player, was at Just for Laughs. And he was doing some, like he's trying to do comedy. So here's everybody like, yo, look at that comedian. Look at that comedian. And I'm like, dog, that's Blake Griffin. I don't care <laughs> about anybody else. This motherfucker dunked over a Kia. <laughs> I don't care. He's like, yes, that's one of the cleanest comics. He sold out of theater. I'm like, but can he dunk over a Kia? You guys are taking <laughs> pictures with these losers. My Instagram is going to blow up if I take a picture with Blake Griffin. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and the crazy thing about comedy is, like, no one cares. You know what I mean? No, I went back home to Toronto. I'm like, yo, I did a show with the Lucas Brothers. They're like, 
who? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know the Lucas brothers, the twins? Everybody's like, who are the... Are they the ones in uh, the, the Jump Street movie? Yeah, they're the guys in the Jump yeah, Street yeah. movie. So I did a show with them, and you know what I mean? And uh, not my cup of tea, but I get it. You know, I get why they're saying it. I'm not my guy. I don't, I don't get it. I, don't I love it. I like the honesty. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's part of the job. Sometimes you open for people that you're not, you know... But the thing is, like, <laughs> comedy is subjective. It's not like music. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's not like music. So, yeah. like, like the, the, the what people don't understand about our job is, like, you go to Coachella and you watch Kanye, you're going... Or, or not even Kanye. You go to Coachella, you watch fucking, you know, Little Dirk or whoever the fuck you watch, this new punk, little Uzi Vert. You're going to have the same demographic there. You're going to have 18 to 25. Those guys are there. As us comedians, I got to make 21-year-old black guy laugh at the same idea as a 42-year-old white woman in the audience. Yeah. So it's like, Shit, yeah. how do you do that? You know what I mean? I can't, yeah. little Uzi Vert can't make a 42-year-old white woman dance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're there for their target market, yeah. that little target market, because music is a genre. There's no genre in yep. comedy. There's there's there, there there's subjective comedy. There's there's alternative comedy. There's tween comedy. There's urban yep. comedy. But but sometimes all of these people are one show, right? So. Mike. Mike. Come into the light. It's been fifty days since you died, dude. Ten days over. What are you waiting for, man? You choked in your sleep, right? I knew that triple chin would be the end of you. I miss you, you fat bastard. So come on. Come into the light. You know what's waiting for you? Friggin' A5 Wagyu Welcome Burgers, that's what. And every extra patty unclogs an artery. What's better than that? And up here, the turn water into wine guy also turns it into beer that actually shreds your abs and pecs. So come on, Mike. Everyone you love is here. Your kindergarten lunch lady. That fancy French chef. The colonel. So come into the light, Mike. If your resting place is Harudinde Memoria Cavite, you might not want to go to heaven. Check out Premium Plots for you or your loved ones at Harudinde Memoria on Facebook by Garsama Empire Realty Corporation. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's true. And you'd work this, like if you've been doing shows, like you say, like it takes a lot of time before, you know, you get your, your fan base and everything, you make money out of it. Like you do these shows and it's like a combination of people that, and it's always like a different permutation of combination of people all the time. And that, I think that's what makes it a little bit challenging. And like, you'll, I, I, this is the first thing I never got bored doing is stand up comedy. And I think that's because, you know, there's always like a different show every time because it's a different yeah. combination of people. Yeah. And, it, and it's like stand up comedy, it's something where like, if you're like if you're listening if you're watching this and you're trying to become a comedian understand that stand-up comedy has got to be something that you have to do for free like if you you have to love yeah. it so much that this shit will eat you up bro it's like a it's like an abusive relationship like it kills you it beats you up <laughs> and you keep coming back to it for its approval but uh and sometimes it loves you and sometimes it doesn't man but like i remember this one guy was like he came up to me and i'm very blunt very illicano he goes man because I have kids and stuff. He's like, up and coming comedian. He's like, yo, man, how do you do that? How do you juggle parents and and keep writing? And, and I, I see that you're 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 a headliner, but you're also doing mics. You're doing open mic. I go, yeah, because yeah. I gotta try new shit. I can't be on road the same thing over and over. People <laughs> gotta see me again. So he's like, how do you do that with kids at home and being a dad and still going on road and still doing that? How do you do that? And I'm like. You just gotta work hard man you just gotta keep you gotta keep going you just you gotta control the situation you know what i mean like yeah i got kids but i i balance it out and i go and he's like bro that's hard i don't think i can do that and i looked right in his face i'm like then the game's not for you man pack your shit and go uh, stay, stay, yeah, yeah. save the stage time for those who can do it and who want it if you're not ready to die for this shit you don't deserve to go to heaven you know what i mean <laughs> you know what I'm damn that, and that, that's, facts, that's true though yeah yeah facts, and you know we yeah. have a scene man and we don't have time to share the stage and do this with these half-assed part-time motherfuckers it's like i because because comedy at the same time is we we become your friend you're my friend dude yeah. you know what i mean like imagine if i come to the philippines right now red and you're gonna be my friend we're gonna be you know i'm gonna see you at mics all the time Definitely. Da, 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 da. Yeah. and then what if i get a uh you know an opportunity where i need an opener so i go now nah, i got red my opener and all of a sudden two years later Red's like mm, it's not me for no more i was like I, I just invested in you bro <laughs> you know what i mean i just bought you <laughs> yeah. on the road i just invested in you what do you mean you're not doing this no more what the fuck <laughs> so it's like it, it's a game man it's like literally what a lot of people don't realize, the, the stand-up, the, the actual performance of our job is the break. That's the break. That's the fun part. Our job job 
is traveling, schmoozing, you know, yeah. responding to uh, emails, yeah. fucking sending fucking, invoices, yeah, yeah. selling the tickets, selling the tickets, yeah. making the flyer, sending headshots for your poster. That's the job. Cause that's the yeah. shit that we don't like doing. I didn't sign up to fill out a, I didn't be a comedian to fucking fill out a spreadsheet. Get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but we um, all do it. But we all do it, bro. Like, <laughs> look, look at your, look at your setup, Red. This guy got the whole mic. He got the whole thing. Even your graphics for the show, like that. That didn't look hard. That didn't look easy. I mean, that must have been hard, bro. So like, <laughs> that was the job, man. And then yeah, people, yeah. people don't get that. People just think, oh, why you don't? Why can't I just get? Man, shut up. Man. Yeah, We're not. I also, I also heard you took two buses. Just to do an open mic, yeah. In an interview recently, yeah, man. Like, like yeah, I was yeah. open mic, and my girl yeah. was pregnant, yeah. and yeah. so she was from this place called Brampton, and I lived in, and I live in, in the city. So she, that's like in the outskirts. That's like in the the suburbs of Toronto. So they don't even have a, a proper transit system to get in the city. Like you would have to. It's so suburban that like a bus would come every hour, hour ten, yeah. top. So oh. you miss one, you miss, that's it. You're done. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> and I remember starting up. How long will be the ride, though? Bro, the ride was like two and a half hours, maybe. Damn. Yeah, Damn. two and a half hours, and then I would do it for three minutes, two drink tickets. Yep. Yeah. And then I would come home, and then so, to a pregnant girlfriend, and she'd be like, "Same thing, my mom. What the years. fuck, man? Be gone for five <laughs> hours." And you drunk? <laughs> Where's the money? I'm like, you don't get it. <laughs> I have to drink the free beer. Andrin is a Andrin. Andrin lives in Pangasinan, right? So you have to do. There's no open mics anywhere else yeah. in Manila. Yeah. Because the scene just started here like 2007, man. It's like infantile scene. Yeah. So Andrin takes like a four-hour bus. That's what I mean. And but then we would we'd give him we'd give him five minutes. And then if you bomb, I'm like, dude, he's just. I'm so <laughs> what, why do you feel like if you like drive four hours and then fucking? Oh, that's crazy, like, man! Like not even bombing, like fucking people won't listen to you sometimes, you know? Oh man, but that's the hustle, man! Shout out to you, Andrew. That's yeah. This guy was born for this shit. That's that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like if you're not doing that, then you don't deserve it. <laughs> I bring exactly. it up. I bring it up all the time. Hey, I took a five-hour bus ride. Can you give me three minutes? <laughs> I can't you gotta give this guy more time than five minutes, man. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that was before. That was when he. When started. I was an open micer. When I was an open micer. Yeah, yeah. But but dude, it's such a nice uh, way now. Like the internet's opening up everything. And before, when we started comedy, it was just like YouTube. Yeah. You know, that's how you got to know stand-up comedy. Things like Netflix and all these other streaming stuff. They started educating people here as well because before, when we, we used to go up, they didn't know what we were doing. Like, they comedy here was just a bunch of guys dressed up in drag and they're singing, and then the Netflix things, like all, all the YouTube stuff, they educated our audience. And then, then now, when they were looking for comedians, we were fucking ready because we were doing like shit crowds. That makes sense. Like, yeah. fucking, <laughs> like hey, six, seven go, years. Can you guys perform some jokes now? Yeah, we've been waiting. <laughs> we want you now. Oh, you've been around since 07? <laughs> I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting. I've been wiping this glitter off these mics from these drags. Yeah. 
for years now. Now I want to do jokes. It's crazy because when I was in the Philippines, um, people hit me up. It's like, yo, you want to do a show in Manila? And I'm like, maybe. And they're like, heads up, you're going to be following a drag queen. And I'm like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, that if that's, that's exactly what, what we were. Yeah, we were all doing like everybody was like, yo, why don't you go to their comedy bars and do your shit? No, that's that's we want to be different. So we got to set us set ourselves. So we weren't doing comedy bars. We were doing like acoustic bars. We were going up uh, with like musicians and everything. Spoken that's how word. we set it apart. And that's like what you said just validates what we did, because, you know, it's it's I don't want to go up after a drag wheel. It's, it's going to be a weird setup you know yeah and 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 you can't you can't especially with how comedy works now it's like you can't you I, I think of the audience perspective it's like oh wow that was what a voice oh my god and then the next guy hey give it up for red <laughs> all right so yeah i was on pornhub today and i was like what the fuck <laughs> people are gonna be like what else is the guy talking about you know so i mean it is it is what it is sorry i'm just trying to set up my fan i got a little hot <laughs> but it is what it is and i think that like to be honest filipino we are so funny man like, yeah, we, we we're born fun like my aunt my titas they would say we like to have fun yeah, yeah they they and and not only that is you know if you really think the history of our people like we we've, we've gone through so much that we've learned to entertain ourselves do music yep. dance that's true and comedy, but like, but comedy is now a thing that we're all starting to, you know, Joe Coy really like broke it down. And it's like, nah, we're yeah. funny and we can do this. And then now you got, you know, like I was in, in Vegas and I was performing with, you know, Edwin San Juan, you guys know Edwin San Juan? Yeah, yeah. And that that's to me, like, I didn't really like, like everybody loved Rex and Rex was the, the staple. But he was yeah. that he like I'm not not trying to shit on him or nothing. It's just he was I I didn't he wasn't it for me because it just sounded like my uncle telling me jokes. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I'm I was born in North America, so some of the stuff I I couldn't really apprehend. But a guy like Edwin San Juan, who was just like I'm Filipino, but I live in America. Here's my Filipino in America jokes, and that's that's really resonated to me. So I was more like, oh, I like this guy. Like, and the thing with me is like, I love where comedy is going right now. And I love how, what the Filipinos are in the media. I'm just waiting for full bread to blow up. We got all these fucking <laughs> half freaks, man. Like the Grammys has happened and everybody's like, oh, we got, we got six Filipinos nominated. I'm like, there's two and a half real Filipinos here. Let's do the real math here. There's two and a half. Um, yeah you know and and i get you i get you and there's this there's this like notion here locally you know yeah. like the the filipinos they're so hung up with it's like the term here is colonial mentality so yeah. they they like more foreign stuff right yeah, so uh it don't. was funny because joe Coy showed up here right and uh, sold out the fucking arena right and then he went to one of our bars like the open mics and then I think he brought like a white guy. I forgot his name, Eric something. Yeah. And then Eric went up on stage and he said, like, Kamusta? Like, it's like one Filipino word and the fucking place erupted. Like fucking people fucking cheering and everything. It's white one white guy saying one Tagalog word. 
And then the next comedian went up and he's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it's just one Tagalog. I've been grinding in this house for so long and then you cheer for this shit. That, you know, that's what I would come like in. That. That's exactly how I would have came in. I'm like, you know, disrespecting to my face. <laughs> you know? I've been in house, yep. motherfucker. I've been in house. <laughs> but, uh, and that's what I think. And that's, and, and to me, that's the Canadian Filipino mentality. And that mm -hmm. sucks because in Canada, I'm sorry to tell you, especially in Toronto, like no one supports you until you get another validation yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm nominated for this Juno Award. It's a Canadian Grammy comedy album of the year. And mind you, I've been doing comedy for 16 years. Ain't no, no Filipino wanted to interview me back then. You think? <laughs> you well, know what I mean? You think? Yeah. Now yeah. I'm on like so much fucking Filipino platforms. It's like, you know. And I'm petty, bro. I'm fucking petty. There's a part of me that wants to be like, yeah, really? You want to interview me now, huh? Okay. And just be an asshole. But I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. But at the same time, it's like it's sad that we gotta need we need white people validation or other validation. Up you. To I always say Filipinos yeah. in Canada are like that ex-girlfriend that only wants you when you found somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in your DM, like, hey, what are you doing? Fuck you, bitch. I was at your house with roses. You turned me down. And now I posted a picture with another girl. Now you wanna now you wanna message me? It's over. And I feel like that's the that's what like you said, what's it called? Colonial what what did you say? The term you said? Colonial mentality. It's that colonial yeah. mentality where like Filipinos, we don't love ourselves until someone loves us. But the crazy thing is, like, exactly. you know, growing up North American, Canadian, I want, I, uh, I think before I was a teenager, I wanted to be white because I watched, you know, Saved by the Bell or like, you know, like shows where like white guys were getting all the girls. And I was like, okay, so I got, uh, so, okay, so I gotta, I gotta dress up like a gap. I gotta, you know, have blonde hair and blah, blah, blah. And then in teenager, you grow up. And it's like, oh shit, no, I want to be black now. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, hip hop is you. You never really wanted to be Filipino. But now, as I'm older Fuck. and mature, yeah. right? Now I'm older and mature. I call my album Trilipino because Trill in, yeah. in Houston term means too real. So it's Trilipino. I'm just a real Filipino. And, and, and now I'm just so proud to be Filipino. Like, I'm like, we, we're fucking broke. If you really think about what we are, we're we're a hybrid of of the world, and we have so much to offer. Yet there's none of us being represented. Like like at one point I was like I want to be black, but then if you look, it's hard to be black and famous now. Like like if you're a black comedian, what is it? What are you really saying? What are you really saying that no one else can that no one else has said that you've heard from Eddie Murphy from Freegan? What are you yeah. gonna say now? You like Indeed. black guys yeah. walk like this, white guys like what are you gonna say now? You know what I mean? Help us too. Yeah. Like, I just watched Gerard Carmichael's special, a really good up, a really good comedian, and he had. And you guys know Gerard Carmichael? He he's, he's no, he no, just no. he just hosted SNL. He had the Carmichael show, very political comment, very smart, very slow, but he's black. And he his new special was he came out the closet. He talked about being gay, and I'm like, oh, that's a new angle for a black guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's where. That's the type of, you know what I mean? We've had Cat Williams, we've had Eddie Murphy, we'd have, so it's hard to be a black guy now because your voice has been filtered so many times. It's hard to be a white guy. Your voice has been filtered so many times where a Filipino comes in, okay, now I want to hear what this guy has to say. You know what I mean? 
Because now it's yeah. our time. It's yeah. literally People our time. People are starting to know what we are, actually. <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah. and my son, my son's 16, and, and he braids his hair, and, and he listens to, like, pop smoke, and he, he only dates black girls. He only talks to black girls. And I'm trying to talk about him. I'm like, dog, I'm like, bro, the only reason why this girl likes you is because you're Filipino, bro. You look mixed. You look, he's like, don't yeah. get it twisted, man. We are the best looking motherfuckers. Like, we're the best looking Asians. Like, I'm not gonna hate yeah. you. Know what I mean, we can Hell yeah, dude. bro. We can listen, we can be literally in a room with full like you could have a room filled with 500 Filipinos, and it won't look like 500 Filipinos. It'll look like a bunch of Mexicans in the building, a bunch of Koreans <laughs> in the building, a bunch of Muslims in the building. You don't even know. Like, you can walk into you can walk into a room, like, oh, this is a very multicultural room. It's like, no, nah, there's all these Filipinos here. We got them all, <laughs> all the spectrum. And when you yeah. see white people, oh, there's a Mormon convention. Yeah, exactly. There's a Mormon convention <laughs> here. They all look like people walking by. <laughs> oh, God, people. A, a <laughs> yeah. So now I think in the year 2022, it's like this is our time, bro. This is this is our time now, and 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 this is our time for you know, you know, how can I say this, but. Let's put the point fives to the side, and now it's time for the full bread to step up. You know, <laughs> it's time for the That's Elecanos. real ass. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. That's, that's great, man. That, 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 that's, a, that's, that's, that's really good uh, mentality over there. Because um, very honest mentality. Yeah, very, I mean, it's yeah, real. I mean, it's true. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I keep it straight. Yeah. I keep it a buck, man. I'm not. I'm not. Look, at the end of the day, man. Like I, I'm happy with every Filipino making it. I am. I'm not trying to split the divide and and divide and conquer. I'm not trying yeah. to do that. But you know, as a man who's trying to be in this industry, who's trying to fight to put his face on TV, I get mad. You know, I'm petty, bro. I'm petty. I get personally yeah. mad when people are like, yo, Rob Schneider from SNL's Filipino. I go, he's half. No one can tell. Stop giving him this credit, Dude, man. He, Stop. You know what I mean? No hating on Rob uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah, he, was, he went up here. And he did like a you know first time in the Philippines, Rob Schneider, yeah. and people went out because you know everybody knew him from the yeah. Adam Sandler movies, yeah. right? So and then he did like probably the one of the worst stand-up sets I've ever seen. I'm sorry, but it was bad. And then you know, but people were still you know they, they like him because he's famous and everything. Yeah. And then we got to meet him after, and he was like, "Yo, I want to I want to meet the local comedians, like stuff like that." So we were talking to him, and then when I went up to him up close. The dude had blue eyes. He had like the whitest complexion. Like I thought yeah. he was like, you know, Filipino. Mestizo <laughs> he, or something. He, yeah. Yeah, but he had blue eyes, man. Like, whoa, holy shit. And that's yeah, not. So, and listen, uh, I, I didn't feel. 
I'm just saying I didn't feel represented by him. You know, and that's I mean? the thing. If that's the thing, like, and 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 exactly that. Like, I I I perform with Rob Schneider too. I did uh, the Sudbury Comedy Fest with him, and it was weird. It was a weird exchange because um, <laughs> I go, "Yo, you're at the, at the airport." We're like, "Yo, you're Rob Schneider, man," and and he's like, "Yeah, you're Filipino." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "He's like, all right, man. Good, 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 good to know that you're a fan." I'm like, "Oh man, I, I watched you growing up, man. Huge fan. Let's take a pic, bro." So we took a picture together. And then he didn't know I was a comedian yet. And then, oh. so then we flew to the same flight and then we landed and then the festival had, you know, Rob Schneider, right? Cause he came with Chris Kattan and Tim Meadows from SNL. So there was the stars okay. of SNL. So they had- Star those, power. Yeah, so they had, the, the other person I picked you up at the airport, they have the sign of the name. So they had his name. And then another person working for the festival had my name. So he goes, and he, he, felt, he felt upset. He was like, so wait, you're a comedian? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh. And then he didn't want to talk to me no more. As if like I wanted, really? like as Why? if I was gonna, as if I wanted something from him. Because as if I was gonna oh, like, shit. you know, and then in my head I'm like, well, fuck you then, man. Like, fuck you then, bro. Like, why does that that shouldn't change anything? I'm still a fan. Exactly. You inspired me. We're here in the same festival. You know what I mean? But then I, I wasn't gonna ask him for anything, but like uh, if the opportunity arrived, he was pretty smart because I was gonna ask him for something. <laughs> you know, open her mouth. <laughs> he wasn't lying. He knew it. He felt it. You read it. And he was smart about it. But, but <laughs> he smelled it on you. <laughs> no, you need someone because I was in Canada. So you need someone to come to California clean your pool. Like I just need some paperwork, man. Um, I need some working papers, bro. But, but but yeah, and and exactly what you said, Red. Like. When people talk about Filipinos, I don't feel represented. I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like I love Joe Coy. I love his stuff, but you know what I mean. There's no like. How can I say this? Like, he. I, I don't want to like. I don't want to bring on like the hate or like start a whole thing because um, yeah. there's a lot of people who feel the same way here as well. Uh, it's not hate. It's not it, hate. I just feel it's like not hate. Yeah, it's not hate. It's just more of like there are people who hate it. Like there are people who hate that they feel like Joe Coy is painting this picture or Rex Navarrete is painting this picture or whoever is painting this picture of what Filipinos are, yeah. but they're they're Philam or something like that, yeah. right? But I would tell the people because they're trying to get me to hate them because they're like, oh, what do you feel about like Joe Coy? Taking yeah, up all no, your spot. He's not, he's not taking up my spot. <laughs> he's not. But you got also. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So he he. What what I'm saying is like he he's giving you an experience that's authentic to him. Yeah, so don't exactly. look for like what you're. What don't look up, don't look for like a genuine born in Manila yeah. Filipino experience from a person who wasn't born there. Like then yeah. fucking watch local comics is my thing. But the problem exactly. is. They only see credibility if it's a white person or if it's someone on Netflix or something. Yeah. So it's it all gets like skewed up and well, all this. Well, mind weird. you, like look at Barack Obama. Right. Oh. The, they, we, we we're not America wasn't ready for a real black president. They had to have this like half breed guy <laughs> come in. Yeah. And that's no toy. No toy Barack Obama. We need some half breed with light eyes. It's <laughs> like lather it's up. Like you know, <laughs> Joe Coy is like foreplay for an America. Yeah. He's like kissing on the neck, licking the nipples, and then <laughs> we come in for the climax. It's like, 
<laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's why I love guys oh, yeah. like Joe Coy, because this is necessary. It, it's very necessary. That's why I, I don't hate, I'm not hating on the fact. I'm just ups, I'm just saying that like, I'm upset personally that everything that's Filipino is half. There's no guy telling us a story about how his parents are arguing, one in Tagalog, one in Ilocano. There's no that, they don't, there's no voice of that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no voice of that yet. So, and the thing with me is, I'm not trying to be the Filipino comedian. I'm not trying to be the voice. I'm just to letting you know that I'm just Americanized Filipino guy. So I don't know how to speak Tagalog. You know what I mean? Um, the only time then you lube it up for us, Keith. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you lube it up for us, and we'll give it a mediocre fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, as long as there's some hey, sort of buddy, fucking, we're good. <laughs> it, 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 it's been a treat, man. It, it's uh, like, let me tell you right now, we've did some good establishing of the scene here. Mm -hmm. And if you, if we ever like fucking travel is easier and whatever with the fucking pandemic and whatnot, we could do like a we could fill up a theater over here and just have a good night, you know? Yeah, man. I'm so, down, man. Uh, I'm down. hit me up. Yeah, hit me up. And now, oh, by the way, uh, his new album, Filip Filipino, is very funny, and you can uh, hear it in all streaming platforms. It's a really good album. Wow, look at you, Andrew. Yeah, no, 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 oh, I, I, it's nominated for a fucking award. God yeah. damn. I'm it's also nominated for uh, a Canadian Screen Award, like an Emmy, so you can check out. I'm on doing roast battles, too. So I do roast battles with uh, Russell Peters. So fuck, just just a, just just a good year right now for me, man. <laughs> fuck, uh, yeah, man, fucking right uh, until you die, man. Fucking right or die, man. Congrats Thank to you, brother. thanks, man. Your cyberbullying joke was really good, dude. Really you like that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's facts, bro. Yeah, we saw some clips of you. We oh, stopped yeah. you for a while. Yeah, and we can and we can't tell the punchlines because you're gonna use them. Better, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, not gonna lie. We, uh, I was like expecting. Oh, is he gonna talk about like? Fucking accents and shit, and, and then you were doing, yeah. <laughs> and you were doing like fucking real shit that joke life. about like white truckers. I enjoyed that, man. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, man. I'm just, I just keep it real as as as, it, as I can get because if with comedy too, is like if if you're as honest, no one can steal your joke. Ta. You know what I mean? No one can great steal joke. Great advice, buddy. Yeah. Great advice. If you just talk you about can, your life, you're good. you can follow Keith Pedro on Instagram at Keith Pedro. Yeah, man. And uh, stream his uh, album and all streaming platforms. Yeah. I love how it we were talking was... about half breeds. You're like, okay, we gotta wrap this up. Joe Coy might be listening. Oh, he, he messaged Red. Yeah. No. Joe Coy might not get me to open for him again. Joe Coy notoriously listens to the bottom half of every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right. Minute 50, that's where they backstab me. <laughs> I feel like you, bro. I, I, I really appreciate coming on, and, and you guys are, Thank you so are, much. are dope. And, and we had a I, we had a really good talk, but it wasn't, you know, it's morning for me, so you know what I mean. I wake oh, up, yeah. I wake up passionate, so don't think I'm just this hateful guy. I'm, yeah, I'm, I was I'm like, just keeping fuck, it. Where do you? I can't do that in the morning, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep it real right off the top. I wake up like. Who, who can I, I was telling Andrew before before you got on I was like yo uh, it's morning for him so he might not be you know energetic and you came on the same yo <laughs> 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 
I just did an eight ball. I was like, all right, yeah. we, we won't have a problem. Just free Keith Peters on Instagram. Check it out. Then I got to plug my shit because okay. it's my show. I'm sorry. No, right. My show by popular demand. Finally, <laughs> second leg part two. God Second leg sold out in a day. The biggest and sound I've I ever think seen. We are 50% sold since we opened up the ticketing at 5 p.m. And then Bernardo's gonna open for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, comedy duo uh, Sari and Cheese gonna open for me, and it's gonna be on Teatrino. Tickets available now on TicketToMe.net. Check that out, please. Please buy your tickets now. Don't be like delaying it and then messaging me in the, uh, after like two days. I'm like, oh, there's still more tickets. All right, just please buy your tickets now. Ticket prices yeah. will go up. Sooner the day. Yep. <laughs> yep. It will. It will. Because people start I, fucking reselling my tickets. That's yeah. what I do in in, uh, in uh, Toronto because everybody's so last minute. So I'd say, yo, yeah, the last two days of the show, like price thing? doubles Fuck, up. Man. Price doubles. Price doubles. So get your early birds now, man. Because <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. If you buy it at the gate, it's four times the price. <laughs> yeah, you gotta come with a with a with a child. You gotta donate your child. <laughs> You have a straight you got dog. The time. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Andren, Keith, hopefully we'll do a show somewhere, maybe here or there or whatever it takes us. Yeah. Congratulations on all this shit. Man. Thank, Thank you, guys. Nice meeting you. Thank you, yeah. guys. Love Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.